0: Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have some channeled guidance for the lovely day with these energies of July. We have a full moon at some point. Let me see when the date is because I actually forgot. And we also had some, I think it was uh, not meteor showers, but some sun stuff and stars and Pleiadians and (laughs) the usual for my mystic community. Anybody who's not into astrology and energy in a way of affecting you, it's uh, not good or bad. Obviously, we know that not special or not special. It's uh, the sensitivity to the energies around. And some of us those who would use the word intuitive, mystic, the ones of us who have uh, clairs and basically tap into the field of energy we perceive. And that's why we get to talk a little bit about that for our channeled guidance. So anybody who's new, IHP is all about personal development, but it integrates a world that is a part of my world and a part of other people. And that is um, ascension. 5d and the state of consciousness for the mystic is a uh, bunch of different type of things that we'll get to talk about and it begins with your oversoul because obviously your oversoul which would be all people that you have met in your life and every day of your life from the moment you were zero and probably even in the womb but not based on a belief system of you have to have decided what you are going to do or not do. And we'll get into that in a minute. Um, So the difference with the 5D plane and anyone who's consistently either in it or gets to it, it's about you being a oneness consciousness person. So your head and your body, your head is your masculine, your body is your feminine. You are always looking out for the well-being of you and you're also looking to be at your best version which is you treating others the way you want to be treated doesn't matter how old again since you can remember this is a constant or you move out of a shame cycle heartbreak gut wrench torn apart defectiveness cycle this is not only a heartbreak that actually feels like heartbreak in the heart of a person who has had a shame cycle There's also the I'm unworthy, I'm defective, or uh, the adaptive child behavior. These are not good or bad behaviors, and I will keep using that to ensure you understand there is not good or bad. For those who are wanting to move into 5D, 5D is the land of equanimity, neutrality, so there is not an equation of good, bad, evil, not evil. Again, there is talking about things and understanding the concept of equanimity, neutrality, and duality completely. That's how you consistently expand your consciousness. And that's how an adult, emotionally speaking and mentally speaking, a human being adult, a human being who has an integrated mind or moves towards it so you are able to navigate your thoughts and your emotions, And not use the charge state, the transference, the I'm getting angry because no, I know what good or bad is. And I'm an ethical person. I'm going to rule with morality lists, yada, yada, yada. So just trying to make sure anybody who's tuning in knows. 5D is oneness, consciousness, unconditional love. 4D land is where you keep getting the good, bad thing. Karmic's here, karmic's there. And they're using the word erroneously, by the way. And erroneously because karma is actually action. We all can Basically, achieve a spirituality journey or get to your spirituality awakening and stuff like that through karma. The Karma is one of the four yogas, karma, nana, bhakti, and kriya. Nana is, if I remember correctly, emotion or thought, and bhakti is emotion or thought, I always confuse them, and kriya is energy. And you can also integrate all four of them. A 5D person will naturally already do all of this without doing any yoga whatsoever. I raised my hand, I only did Inner Engineering, Shambhavikriya, and Grace of Yoga with Sadguru, and the Shambhavikriya gave me the exercises that I did do for the time I was asked to do it, and, you know, I I try to get them into the day-to-day routine, but I don't always have this possibility, and here's the thing, though, yoga is a portfolio of ventral vagal nerve toning exercises, I don't need to tone my nerve because I consistently engage in life with social engagement nervous system, meaning I love to hug people, so I always feel safe with people, and that's where the difference for those who had shame cycles is that their body didn't know their ventral vagal nerve toning as much as those who instead have a love cycle and just consistently stayed in one. 5D is a love cycle person, so that's where I will always try to dress those who might be coming in who have heartbreak, gut wrench, so that they may understand that there's a way to move out of your attachment wounds. You can heal those wounds. You can heal your trauma because you can move out of the unresolved trauma by becoming mindful of your own self. That's your own brain and your own body and saying, wow, wait a minute, I'm getting pissy. Uh, let me see, I have an emotional trigger, wait, let me see, let me see if I can work with this pattern and shift out of it, why? Because I care about not yelling in somebody's face, I understand that I had a parent or parents or family or whatever, it's a choice. Spirituality process, which is aka personal development, which is aka you becoming a functional adult emotionally, mentally, physically, aka integration of the mind, restorative embodied self, It's a choice to become the best version of yourself, which every person begins journey with the same love in their heart. Just some of them get heartbroken because they're not met with contingent communication. They're not met with at least a third of attunement. And then they're not met with repair of rupture. They're met with what? With an unsafe household. So they don't have a safe haven. They're not unconditionally loved for who they are with their imperfections or flaws. They're shamed. And so they're defective. Or, and they also don't have a safe base. People don't support their desires, their values, their anything. They don't ask them, what do you want to do when you grow up? And then let them say what they want to do and support them. No, they shame again. So shame is very consistent in households that have individuals who are also with unresolved trauma and attachment wounds. So those parents and those people could use a good somatic sensory motor trauma therapist. Any person actually who has heartbreak, gut, wrench, could use a very good therapist because they could become the best version of themselves easily. They can also do yoga. Let's see, spiritual bypassing, it's very unfortunate when you see people who actually um, think of themselves as spiritual processes and then they act like the non-disciples in the Zen tradition story that Sadhguru shares where the Zen master sees his disciples circling a compulsive thief And a compulsive anything is a person who did not learn to grow up in their brain or their body, but learned to use drugs, alcohol, sex, food, any type of let me waste my time with video games all day long because why not? Let me stay in this low energy. I'm depressed right now and I'm not going to do anything about it. Or, you know, let me find some other way To excuse, the reality is the movies give these examples of being able to excessively do drugs, sex, alcohol, and that that seems cool. So most people, they grow up to think this is cool stuff because they're not being taught, even though now that's changing. So people that are good educators are learning how to handle and talk to kids and share with them our human composure, our human makeup, and how we can work with ourselves. Obviously... It's a long journey. So trauma, thankfully, is something that is being discussed in ways that are no longer stigmatized, but really it's because our psychoeducational community and our educational community has learned a lot in the past dozen years because technology has given us the eyes to see how the body functions and the mind. This is why yoga is now called yoga science. This is why there's a buttload of holistic and mixed... Practitioners, I'm included in that, the middle ground spiritual, but the ones who move into the 5D will not stick to solely saying spiritual, spiritual, soul, 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 because nobody's going to really understand that. So karma, I'm going to use that one with us today and 4D, they talk about good and bad, like I said, 3D as well, those individuals are adaptive children, the story of the disciples is that they're circling this compulsive thief, because they thieved again, you could consider it a compulsive liar, cheater, stealer, manipulator, gaslighter, all the words, consider it, whichever one you want, in that middle ground, so this poor human being who's compulsive so they have not resolved their trauma they have not resolved their attachment they don't know that they are subject to their own insecure body and so modulated dysregulated and their mind that learned to maintain a sense of defectiveness so that it could exist because their only lifeline was that household and so it must be me that is wrong, and yucky, and not the other way around, it's, it differs for many people, but the body is not in a state of, yay, I'm happy, I'm safe, not the body of infants that grow up in abusive, neglectful households, and then grow up into childhood, and get insecure, and have teachers that aren't support, so this is a whole, you know, trickle-down effect, we got a lot of adults who are not in any way, shape or form, adults emotionally and they get spiteful and mean and they actually manipulate and use language and do things and in a, in a child is it going to be a child. The ones who have shame cycles don't see through and actually keep on moving in a direction of unconditionally loving themselves. The ones who have love cycles, we instead didn't matter who came down and said whatever, we knew how to do and we know how to do because there's plenty that will grow up and are here with love cycles and be able to sit in equanimity when being spoken words that are untrue. Because there'll be a feeling in one's heart, "Mm, I don't think I'm defective. I think you're making a big deal out of something because you don't like it. Or there's a reasoning that happens, the love cycle people. And I'll use an example in a minute. So these disciples, they're circling um, this compulsive thief this person who has attachment wounds insecure might be disorganized for all we know or avoidant doesn't matter but it's a person who consistently makes the same mistakes if you will over and over and over again and the disciples the zen master says what are you doing they thieved again you have to kick them out and the zen master says you must forgive them They say, no, they've thieved too many times. we have already forgiven them. You must kick them out. You must forgive them. And they go on to say, if you don't kick them out, then we are going to leave. And the Zen master says, you must forgive them. And at the end of the story, the thief breaks down and cries at the feet of the Zen master. And the sentence that Sadhguru uses is, you know, punishment only makes a person more rock solid Punishment only allows a person to know how to keep defending themselves. In fact, when shame, this shame cycle does not dissolve, which is what happens when people shame each other, blame each other, fault each other, and revenge each other, which is all the adaptive children, they all have a pattern. None of them are actually looking at it because the ones who are in a group, they think they're doing good, which is why group tribal stuff is not positive for people in a way of personal development, because the group will feel strong and then they gang up on one person or two or three, it doesn't matter, and they they create this divide. But what's really happening is an unsafe environment for all, and they're all being very much disruptive children who think they're doing justice when that's not justice, that's actually uh, one group deciding upon another person or group and deciding that they can set down the rules and the laws and, and basically state that they know the heart and brain and body and basically let me tell you who you are. They're not being differentiated selves and they're using morality and ethics and values and all social behavior in their little book and they're not realizing that in front of them they have a person who needs active, actual, in-depth good help. That's where the difference between those of us who actually care about humanity, that compulsive thief needs help. Now, before technology existed and could open up the body of people and say, hey, look, here's how it works. This word evil, I was a kid, and I'm like, "Mm, okay, you know, I had Jesus with me, God, and and the whole religious institution. As I moved through my teenage years, I realized that all teenagers were insecure. They all didn't have the guts to be open-hearted or to speak truths or to do things the right way. I was like, okay that's interesting I just thought it was teenager land I moved into adult land oh lo and behold adults don't know how to be adults and then I found about somatics and sensory motor and trauma therapy Thank you Bezel der Kolk that the minute your ego self feels threatened is the minute you will do social engagement you will look to get help so the human elements all of your past yada, yada, yada. therefore what I found out is that people don't know how to be themselves for real as I had already, notice but it's because they don't know how to take ownership of their own thoughts emotions and body and so they don't know how to resolve their insecurities because they don't recognize their attachment wounds or that their patterns are patterns and it's not who they are it's a emotion with a series of sentences that they will have began to come up with as they're growing up so you learned how to speak about yourself about life from other people not by yourself Your inclined drive can be agency or belonging or certainty. Like there's so many compositions or parts of who you are, mystic or not. Again, a person chooses themselves when they choose to be the best version of themselves, which means, you know what, my thoughts and emotions, they're mine. It's a very straightforward choice. And that's where we're going to leave that. So... The shame dissolves when a person is met with compassionate eyes. And thanks to the lovely updated psychoeducators, this is what they also share. So Sadhguru, when he talks about yoga and yogic science, what his stuff does is help a person to become more mindful because sitting in meditation allows you to get a handle of your cortex and your body gets ventral vagal nerve toning. And maybe spirituality people will move into becoming enlightenment soul age group people if they decide that they really want to hug people versus trees. Or maybe not. And that's okay, because that's why we have different soul age groups. I get to share channeled guidance with those who want to move into 5D and at the very least move into knowing about what it's like to be in the enlightenment soul age group. But you don't have to choose it. In fact, there are plenty of 5D individuals in other soul age groups. And the difference is going to be shared with you when they say in 3d 4d versus moving into 5d and again oneness consciousness your head and your body you 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 the person your name use your name your inner well-being 5d means your inner well-being and then you being able to consistently stand in compassion towards the compulsive thieves or the non-disciples so those disciples who basically make a threat to the Zen master, if you don't kick him out, then we will leave, that's your adaptive child, I'm going to prove that I'm right, and that you're wrong, I'm going to take power and control you, and if you don't let me, then I'm going to retaliate at some point, because now you're hurting my feelings, and you're making me feel defective, which I already feel, and now that I'm pissy about it, because I'm making it about myself, I'm giving you a list of reasons why I'm right, but no, 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 you're not letting me control the situation, my two-year-old is pissy, like fuck, my defectiveness is up in my ass and I'm going to make up some reason why it's okay for me to be treating someone like this. Oh, envy, jealousy, spite, revenge, I'm right, they're wrong, I'm the justice fighter of all, I know everything, whatever it is that people come up with in their brains as they're doing something like that. It's very fascinating to a person who is not insecure because no matter what they will present, it will simply be an individual who we don't understand what you're doing meaning mm, you're not making any sense what you what all of this just seems very unnecessary and heartbreaking to say the least so while people who are not oneness consciousness because they have unworthiness defectiveness they feel life is unfair they're unfair I'm to blame they're broken he's broken she's broken she's the asshole of the situation they are whatever it is people are pointing that finger shame blame fault revenge which is why they stay in their trauma safety behaviors none of those people are evil trauma safety behaviors they are adaptive children who are seeking to feel safe in their own body to feel soothed in their own body to find security in their own body and to know that everything's going to be okay the restorative embodied self usually a household can provide that it's called secure attachment safe haven safe basis but you need a type of parenting that is authoritative not authoritarian and not permissive also a type of parenting where the parents know how to attune a third of the time and then repair when they didn't attune with their kid and to teach their kid and kids how to be adults and to be compassionate which not all people have so there you go we have a lot of reasons why people are not in their optimal self. It's because not of evil and the devil and some, you know, oh, the devil with his uh, trying to get you to do things that are, what is it? Oh, the word, I forget. Um, that word. Anyways. I forgot the word already, but medieval times is what I'm thinking about, sin. There's the word, sin. So people who are in 4D, 3D continue to talk about drug addicts, alcoholics, sex addicts, and anyone who's an addict of anything as if these people need to be stigmatized, as if these people need to be considered sin. They, they continue to not embellish and or embody and or, excuse me, allow themselves to get educated, to embellish their life with knowledge. They, they stay within the text of one book and they refute the science, because apparently that's man-made, not God-made, and it's like, did you not know that God made man and and woman and they, and mm, it's like kind of a contradiction, but again, let's not burst bubbles here. So people are not able to accept aspects if they don't want to. That's how it works. So it's okay. We don't have to have everybody believe in the fact that people who are with compulsiveness have shame cycles. They don't need to believe it. If you're here as a 5D person, it means you want to be yourself, not somebody else. So you're none of any of these people who don't want to grow up. And they're not Peter Pan because Peter Pan's a lot nicer than they, these children. They're more like Hook, but children Hook. And not even because Hook's even got morals and values and things that, you know, he, he worked with when we look at the, the story. So long story short. 3D, 4D, uh, they resist the 5D educators because they don't believe in compassion and they don't believe in shame cycles. They don't believe in the human social sciences in the new updated way that people want to express. They don't like that vocabulary is being looked at as you know you have a right to speak in the way you want and we're not going to make a big deal out of it. There's, there's a lot of divide within the educator community as well. And on that note, so we do have some very interesting energies about. Let me read to you. That way you can be updated. We have from May 30th until July 1st, Mars and Venus conjunction. So Mars and Venus come together, I guess. And that was on May 30th where Venus joined Mars and Cancer. And this is a powerful celestial event that fuses together the feminine and masculine energies. So Venus rules Love, beauty, luxury, harmony, attraction, romance, and marriage. Mars rules passion, desire, assertiveness, and sexual energy. The alignment will be kicking off a period of heightened romantic intensity. Twin flames will be feeling extra connected with this Mars-Venus kiss. A lot is going on and coming up emotionally. Cancer is a water sign that is deeply attuned to its feelings. Cancer season highlights themes around security, home, and family. You will have an intense connection in chemistry with the right one flames are the ones we will stay with for the rest of our lives this is something that i will clarify in a minute 5d don't do the whole uh we need something for the rest of our lives because that's actually taking away the individual's choice and that's not uh, okay <laughs> meaning you're, you're not here to speak for others Twin Flames already tells you there's more than one person involved. So one person cannot speak for two people or more. Any type of forever in that sense that doesn't involve only you. So I can know that I, Maria, the person, can love forever. In fact, to this day, I love always more and more and more. The love cycle people in their lifetime become more of their self as they get into older years. I'm more of who I've always been than I can ever remember. It's amazing. Those who get out of shame cycle, once they're out of that, then they start building this, I'm myself, and more than the ones who still think about it as change, they're in a different mindset, which is their choice, not ours, okay? So the oneness consciousness person understands life is a series of events that you get to conceptualize in your thinking brain, but your emotions are part of it. Until your emotions and your thoughts are on the same page, You haven't been building yourself yet because your emotions are the one to three-year-old attached panicky, three to seven, shame submissive, freeze of all ages, flight 11, 12, fight 14, 15, 16. Until your higher self, you can dissolve the shame, the defectiveness, and then start working with your parts. You're not yourself yet. And this is for my, again, people, 5D. It's an individual who knows of your own self and it's okay to be you with your heart and going with your own flow, or it's my lovely ascension community, and you have popped in, and you get to still move in the same direction, and it's either or, because for anyone who's actually aware that being a human means we're imperfect and flawed, they will know of the good psychoeducators. They will not need something like inspiring human potential to do their personal development. They will know that the spirituality process means that they get to grow up and become the version of them, which is a person who can say to the neighbor who throws shit in the face, hey, neighbor, are you okay? Okay, next time, please don't do it. And if they do it again, to even say, fuck you, neighbor, stop doing it, but not shaming the neighbor. What does this mean? It means in the heart of that person not thinking that's an asshole human being for real. It's a bad human being. No, it's a human being. It's not about good or bad. It's a human being who's doing something that is unnecessary and is aggressive, that is in a defense mechanism for some reason that I don't know because I'm not their body or brain. That's what it equates when you're an independent individual that is a excessively loving and it's only excessively loving because others don't have this inner relationship with their ventral vagal and their ability to have compassion for humanity it's really just our humanity 5d is people who have humanity and who understand imperfection and nobody's their biggest mistake and no evil does not exist if there's evil it's shame without a good therapist it's unresolved trauma without a good therapist it's a person who doesn't know who they are. They have an inflated ego, which is hiding a non inflated ego, an ego that was felt to be defective, and so they need to inflate it. This shame gets dissolved only through compassionate lens, eyes, as the Zen master story. The compulsive thief shatters and cries and breaks that compulsiveness because that compulsive thief, in this case, thanks and sees that they there's, you know, to me, the story is halfway there, right? Because you want to bring in the human element. If a person recognizes the basics of being a good person, it means you being able to grow relationships, means you being able to be with people. And it's really a feeling from the body. It's it's the way that a person will feel at the heart, because this heartbreak is actually in the center of the heart. When people have narcissism, or fear of rejection, when they have emotional triggers, it's all in the heart, it's, it's not in um, the head, even though the head is what will tell the story, so that's why you need your head and your body, <clears throat> but this dissolving of shame, it's actually a person who can start having compassion with themselves, and because they start acknowledging, I'm imperfect, but I want to grow and build relationships, I don't want to do this tug-of-war thing, is very straightforward so the 5D person is here any of you who are here from love cycle or shame cycle both the, equally in this moment of July you're getting to come together in your own oneness and be the version of yourself that you have chosen emotionally and mentally okay that's how you move into so functional adults are forgiving and nuanced because we have an integrated mind so we're flexible adaptive coherent energized and stable we don't go rigid and we don't go chaos so we don't have this yellow flight fight or red the uh, the shutdown which can look like somebody who basically if I say no I don't want to go out with you they get angry and then they start insulting you for example that's a trigger the person just got rejected and in their body, the, that reaction is something they learned. It's fear of, and it's really unworthiness. And it's something they can learn to manage, but it's only if the person doesn't shame themselves about their reaction and then says, you know what, let me take a look at this pattern and let me work with it. How am I gonna work with it with my loved ones? Hey, you know what, I'm so sorry. What I did was because I was afraid of rejection or whatever it is, because I react this way when I get rejected, I want to work with it. Can you help me? For example, that's where our relationships are most important because the only way you can resolve trauma, the only way you can move into new patterns, because we're all patterns, by the way, but being a 5D pattern, this is where it's compassion through and through excessive love. It's not excessive. It's just being a constant ventral vagal state person your oxytocin gene hormone is on you're always in a satori moment basically with people and even when you're not you get to learn how to be in this moment because it's all about our biochemistry which is dictated by our nervous system and our lovely brain which has a brainstem limbic area and the cortex and so the neural feedback or whatever it's called the brainstem it's where the nervous system gives you the input if you're safe or not so when you're always in ventral bagel around people, doesn't matter if they're in this compulsive thievery or the non-disciples that are making these little, you have to do this or that, you're always able to be, quote unquote, the angry Buddhist, the quote unquote, loving Buddhist. So you're engaging from the depths of you and you're not looking at people as energy vampires or dark auras, no, no, or evil. This Again, no, they're people. So when you're interacting with envy, jealousy, spite, revenge, blame, fault, all these things that, again, adaptive children do, you don't actually stand and say, oh, I got some enemies going on here. Oh, these groups, no, they're actually all over the place. It's very fascinating. Again, when I acknowledge the different number of groups, and it's sad the ones who stay in 4D, 3D land, because they end up being in this suffering that they could have disengaged from, Again, let me finish reading, and then we'll keep talking a little bit. Everybody chooses what they're going to do with their own life. Uh, you, have, you will have an intense connection and in chemistry with the right one. We will be feeling extra magnetic pulls to your person during this conjunction. Twin flames share a powerful soul bond from the many lifetimes of being together and loving each other. July 3rd is our Capricorn full moon. Okay, so that's the full moon. The full moon is one of the brightest of the year. It's also super moon and Sirius gateway is July 3rd to 7th. Okay, so we got another lovely gateway. This gateway of energy occurs as the sun comes into conjunction with Sirius. This gateway will peak the 4th and 5th, which means you're going to have super galactic uh, things going on. And July also kicks off a series of galactic alignments. Expect a huge influx of energies as we open the month with the energies of the 7-7 portal and finish the month with the galactic new year and then enter into the energies of the Lion's Gate portal. That's 8-8. Yeah, that's going to be interesting as always. So that's the energy updates for you. Uh, July 4th, we have a serious sun conjunction and there's alignments for our lovely full moon, and that's about it. Okay, so for any one of you who is curious, this website is Sparks of Divine Light Healing Advancing Human Consciousness, and for us, we're going to keep talking more human talk than energy talk. When The ascension energies are in their height, like now. So whenever we have some stuff going on, the people who are in 5D expand consciousness. Or, at the very least, the people who choose their self, their own self as a human being, their inner well-being, will have expansion. There is a difference between a person who is a 5D self-empowered enlightened person in the enlightenment soul age group versus a person who is just doing their personal development and inner well-being, but that can access their own 5D state of consciousness. The difference is not better or worse. It's a matter of their own objective in life, which is uh, if they're focused on their group alone, they won't really be bothered with trying to be a person that leads with their infinite higher human consciousness, potential experience, so that they may be compassionate with all humanity all the time. This will not be of interest to them. The people who promise to be Unkanishi loving in uh, courses like Sadhguru's shambhavikriya and his entire flock, which I love that he is here for us because he promotes consciousness planet and a lot of other beautiful things, but My question remains, how many of those people walk with the people? And I'm talking about the Western world more than the world that I know from how Sadhguru speaks of the heritage, at least for the country that he represents. uh, There's an ability to be compassionate and to understand being the spirituality process. Now, I don't know how many of those individuals, again, if their neighbor throws shit in their face, what they do, but none of my business anyways. What I'm trying to say is for the Western world, because that's where I'm from, I'm happy that we have Sadhguru giving people a portfolio of exercises for their ventral vagal nerve toning. But what I also see is people that go into spiritual bypass. So I see a buttload of a holistic community that thinks of themselves as better than others and that they don't actually take the human element information enough to recognize what Spirituality process, again, a.k.a. you becoming a functional adult, a.k.a. you becoming integrated mind, restorative embodied self, a.k.a. you doing compassion towards yourself and others, and understanding that anybody who is a compulsive anything is not evil. They are a person who has a shame, Teflon potential bag over there in their brain, and so anything good that comes their way, they deflect because they are defective. And the life and the world outside is defective. And their brain created a story as they moved into this land. And they just watched the news. And they do any type of non-disciple activity. will be talking about the compulsive thief as, oh, that's an enemy right there. So let me give you an example. 4D land, 3D land, they talk about good and bad. When they do readings for people, they tell you, watch out for this person or that person. And so when people get into their whole twin flame or soulmate journey, they they got stuff like this going on or others who break it down in a very scientific way. I'm going to break it down to you in a human way. Your loved ones are your loved ones if you are a grown up. And that's where we don't go around telling people who to be. We accept people for who they are with their patterns. So if they're compulsive, Liars, cheaters, stealers, gaslighters, manipulators, it's okay. We will see right through it. They can keep on doing their stuff. They don't represent a threat. They don't represent a physical threat. They don't represent a threat to the law. If they break the law, we will tell them, hey, you shouldn't break the law. I think you might need to turn yourself in. Usually people don't know people like that. And if they do and they don't say anything, well, guess what? They're all in the same boat. When we learned from that one man who did create a scale of evil he has the first scale is one to nine people who end up in bad situations by chance they really they either have like a mental breakdown or they end up with the wrong crowd so they end up unfortunately in situations that they don't actually have the awareness until it's too late those people you can probably equate it to our our neighborhoods that have children who are in households that are abusive neglectful we have drug addicts, and again, the whole, even just the whole system with drugs. We still have these types of issues in every city. And so if you have neighborhoods and you got uneducated and you got famine, people starving to death, there's situations. So that's why that is not evil, the one tonight. It is people who need support. And the rigid individuals who don't like what the new Version of humanity is saying, which is we are going to make a sustainable life for all people. They don't like it because they think that that means you're helping the poor. You know, what makes me laugh is like, did nobody hear about the the, what's the French queen when she says, give them cake right, the, the French Revolution, and the, give them cake, they're starving people, they, they present themselves to the house of whatever, I forget, again, their names, and uh, she doesn't, and she's 13, by the way, or 14, the queen was that age, okay, so let's put things in perspective, but long story short, the ones that are rigid and conservative right now, not politically, meaning that they don't like to hear, we're going to be sustaining all we can achieve this type of well-being, they just uh, don't like the idea of having one dollar versus a gazillion. I mean, the reality is they're comparing a lot of things with belief systems. It's political, it's religious, it's not about morality. They don't realize it, but again, nobody needs to make anybody realize anything because they get to choose how to think things through. We get to choose how to behave, and that's with love. As I was saying the one to nine people are people that if they get any lifeline, they might make it out. Meaning one person that says, hey, let me share with you. This is not okay. So like I said, people who have a level of awareness of self will not be involved in certain situations, not because we judge those groups. The People who judge those groups, those are still adaptive children. So we have variety. I know people who will judge people who have committed certain types of acts of crimes, and that's not nice because you're nobody to judge another human being, but they live based on stigma and stereotypes in the movies. So they have this, I, I, my one moment of shame was realizing that by using the words good and bad, I was actually casting stones. From that moment forth, I was like, I'm out. Anarchy. That's where I'm, I'm in. And people don't like when I say that, because they're like, oh, but that would be chaos. No, it wouldn't. Not in my opinion, because I see people. They're usually a pattern of themselves, and the ones who are good patterns, they actually thrive. The ones who don't have good patterns, they could thrive too, but they're too busy with their compulsive activities, which is not conscious. So when people are compulsive liars, they're not good liars. They make up bullshit. They have tells if somebody is smart enough to notice it. And you know, when people want to say no, but I'm going to still say that that manipulator is an asshole and you can't say that it's okay that they manipulate. You know, we all manipulate. So the people who are busy saying I'm going to have payback because they're too busy pointing a finger of shame, blame, fault, revenge. They don't grow up. They're non-disciples. They don't want to do personal development. They don't want to become a functional adult. They're not in favor of humanity. They're in favor of justifying their own unsafe emotional behavior. Their safety behavior is fight flight. They're in yellow. They don't have empathy. Their group just won over another human being, and that's all. They have not done anything to advocate for nothing except to point a finger and stay in the same state of consciousness that they were yesterday. They won't know any different. That's why we have other soul age groups now. That doesn't mean they won't find their 5D vibration because inner well-being, you do a little yoga, you do a little meditation, you do breath work, you work with yourself. There you go. So those people, they lead their own life. That's great and dandy. But here's where, let me read a Sadhguru quote. When you prioritize the well-being of others above your own, you cultivate a different kind of strength that carries you through life and beyond. The 5D person who's in the Enlightenment soul age group, cares about the well-being of all people. And so when you know that compassionate eyes will actually shatter what is a compulsiveness of some person who has unresolved trauma, you will choose compassion. It doesn't matter what is taking place when they point that finger at you. So here's why when we deal with unfair anything, we will know what it is, and our heart will know what it is, and we will have very much to share when we are reminded of treatment that is definitely undeserving. But we will have one thing in mind. And that one thing is we're not compassionate and loving because we're looking to change anyone's state of consciousness. Actual love is unconditional. Actual love is your ventral vagal nerve on. And it means you're safe in your body and you're safe in your everything, your head, and you know that if somebody doesn't unconditionally love you, and if somebody doesn't support your desires, values, or dreams, it's okay. It's called being different. It's called differentiated selves. The heartbreak is yours, and the thoughts are yours, and it's not theirs to tend to or take care of, and so you're going to process it like a grown-up does, not point a finger and say, that's an evil asshole because they broke my heart, and they did all this shit. No, no, they didn't do all this shit, or yes, they can have done all this shit, but there's an answer to their trauma safety behavior. It's called insecure attachment wounds, and so avoidant, ambivalent, and then we have disorganized as well, which for styles is a fearful avoidant, so they're all wounds. They don't know how to treat their own mind and body with care, but we do which is why we always meet that neighbor that throws shit in our yard with compassionate lens. The 5D person is, again, inner well-being, prioritizing, and then outer well-being as well. We can always be here because we always love. And so when things take place, we know that our heart's going to take its time to process what it is, especially when it's our oversoul, which is why twin flames, soulmates, doesn't matter who the person is in your life, There ain't no category of let me treat you differently. No, no, no. You're going to be treated equally and you're not going to have to stick around forever. Actually, no, that's something that we know is bullshit because any one of us will have been a child who will have seen the inconsistencies of people's mouths, of people's feet, and of people's consistent adaptive child behavior. So enlightenment soul age group is very beautiful to be in your entire life. And what this equates is consistently loving. 5D is automatic for love cycle people, because why would I treat my like myself like shit? That makes no sense. Intellectually speaking, it makes no fucking sense. But when we meet those who want to make sense of their shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic, their compulsive activity, and then they withdraw or they begin to get all huffy puffy, we're not going to be like, oh, let me stand back and watch you do shit. Like, No, no, here, let me spell it out to you. And I'll try to be nice about it, too. 5D, oneness. It's amazing to be here. The people who don't choose to expand, they're right now experiencing something different. And here's what karma, action, when you do conscious action, it's not karma, it's dharma. When you're a person who knows how to be mindful and in mind sight, and so you have an integrated mind, left and right, you know your emotions, you know your thoughts, and you own your body, You own all of this, and that's where your restorative embodied self is engaged. The people who are 5D right now know what I'm talking about. The people who just got here know what I'm talking about. There is only a love cycle, and there is only compassion for self and others. There is not a compulsive thief that comes from any devil. The devil, when you even hear this word, you know it's a story that exists. For my intuitives, you can have seen anything you want in your mind's eye. You will know that it's in a mind's eye. If you're 5D, you know that this is in a head. It's not in the actuality of life. You know what dissociation or structural dissociation means. Meaning you understand that when you're channeling, it's not the finger of you touching a table. And that any type of stuff that we channel is not part of our politics, of our water of our air of our food you understand that you will not be making a change in that arena of what is life with your imagination it's not only imagination we know this but that's where for the mystics of you you are integrating parts of the self of you and the 4d community keeps on talking about good and bad and devil and evil and and, and attachments in ways that are of storyland. We are a big ball of energy. Your immediate oversoul, if you get a handle of your own self, you will know your story and you will be if your love cycle again, you are your complete story again and again and again. And if you're out of a shame cycle, now you're in your complete being able to do your story because your heart is clear to lead with what is okay. Let me moderately drink. Let me moderately do sex. Let me moderately do food. Let me moderately do all these things because I know what a healthy body is. When I go to sleep, let me sleep well. If I have a window of tolerance, I have I have panic attacks. I get to handle them. I'm always great with handling them. I don't want medicine. I don't need any. I know it's about the energy and me being a channel. But some people, they want to be supported because it's something that's too disruptive for them. That's okay. They have people that can help them, like with the nightmares, people who can go and get help. So we are smart enough to know we don't need to live in the Middle Ages. There's no need to stigmatize. The people who have their well-being in the forefront will take karmic actions that will be dharma actions, because they're consciously karma- in the sense of when it's compulsive. So the example Sadhguru gives is if you have to drink coffee every day and if you don't have it, you're like, ah, okay? So if it affects you, and this is the patterns that people create, which can in its extreme form be addictions. They come because of them dealing with anxieties and fears through drugs, alcohol, sex, food, kids, teenagers, insecure. Anybody remember being a teenager? I do, which is why I'm not surprised The adults are still teenagers. The psychoeducation helps people to know the difference. People don't care about personal development. They think that what the movies show is true because we've had that type of example. An extremism of "let me go and just be in the middle of the mountains" isn't something normal for people in the middle either. And like, I'm not gonna do this. It's like I don't want to be a nun. Did you want to be a nun or a priest? You know, like we none of us who want to live life will want to be in the middle of nowhere, that, that's that's only for people who continue to not embrace their humanity and know we're all imperfect, it's okay, evil doesn't exist, it's called human suffering because people don't know that when they begin this compulsive activity, their brain is wiring it, and so they get familiar and their body is, a, everything of us is a pattern because your body organizes you when you're zero and one and two, and so then the story begins and yada yada yada. So people who build karma right now, they will have all that they chose that was not in their inner well-being. So it did not fulfill them emotionally or mentally, come up, it's surfaced, they see clearly. If they take ownership and they don't hide away and they share their shame story with themselves and others, meaning I'm not defective, I'm a person and I made choices based on a criteria of information that I had and I didn't have all of it and now I do. I know that my well-being, my heart, my brain, I want people who support me in a specific way. I want safe haven, safe base. They will have learned one way or another that toxicity is equal to people who don't know well-being in their hearts or minds. And so they don't know how to be the adults who say, you know, let's talk about stuff. They know how to be, I'm going to list you while you're a bad, bad, bad person, or the ones who basically committed mistakes i'm going to hide away and lock myself up and then isolate and this is something we'll talk about i think i'll do a little bit more uh, love messages because this is based on relationships and that way you can have some more guidance for that so to be continued in our next episode if you want tune in if you don't uh to close it off with these lovely energies those of you who have consolidated the oneness of yourself you're able to be interested in other people's well-being, to consistently be there for them and to create secure connections and to be that lifeline. Because remember, there are some people, they are hanging by a thread, quote-unquote. It's because they're not surrounded by actual disciples. They don't have people who are functional adults. They don't have a group that is able to truly do spirituality process. They have groups that are envious, jealous, spiteful, that do gossip, that decide to condemn. It's kind of like in the Middle Ages, right? When the people of the town would point finger and they'd all go rooting when they're going to kill some poor human being, okay? So this is what 3D, 4D are. This is what other soul age groups who are not in 5D and who are not compassionate, basically. They will justify themselves and them doing something. Ah, the compulsive thief has to be given, for example, the death sentence. People think that. And that's not 5D. No, no. We do not do we, we do something different. It's more about okay, we need to figure out how to create a sustainable earth. We need to figure out how to create a sustainable economy. We need to figure out the bigger picture. A 5D person will not be subjective about their opinions, meaning, of course, there's preferences. So some people they're in favor of the death penalty, others are not. We don't have to fight about it. The bigger picture is how do we get to support our economy? How do we get to support our societies? How do we get to support, actively speaking, all? So it can be your own country, but for those of us who are in the Enlightenment, so Adrub, it's not. It's the whole world. We don't care about one country. We care about all people, all life. It's about the water. It's about the earth. It's about the animals. It's about every single thing that is here, and it isn't about getting rid of science or technology. No, it's about being mathematicians and wanting smart people And I'm saying intellectually and emotionally because that's a smart person, not only one or the other. One or the other is a biased person who doesn't know how to be friendly with their colleagues. They only think of insulting each other or doing a little competition dance, which is very small minded, very small minded. When I see intelligent subject matter experts do shit to each other, I'm like, wow, that's petty. And now you've just ruined everything you just did because you've set a bad example and you have limited somebody person's knowledge because you've said it isn't true. And now that person's going to think that that's not true. But we can't actually actively have people realize there are limitations because only a person who is thinking is the person who says, wait a minute, Mm, truth, what is this word? Wait a minute, information, it's always building. So 5D, mahasamadhi, samadhi. We don't actually believe in one truth or one objective or subjective. There is not. No, no. There's a lot of things. We're okay with it. And it's called jibber jabber, whatever you want. Fine. This is fine. We got pink tainted glasses. We're not going to stop at limitations because limitations to us are stupid. And it's actually like really we, we, we find it very small minded to actually only break things down and not recognize the bigger picture and to keep on thinking that that is the way to go. We are not competing with masculine or feminine energy. We are a composite of both, and that's the part of why we thrive. We're able to use our left masculine and our right mode feminine and say, well, here's the unknown, uncertainty, unwanted. Let me look at it from within me as a differentiated self. Follow my heart, go with my flow, and then I will share with others what that is. Now, they don't have to agree. They can agree. It doesn't matter. The bigger picture is what we see, and in fact, we're able to create the relationality. So... We're able to create the dots and see the different opportunities and the infinite possibilities are a constant, which is also why 5D person is living the now. So if you are here, you are very much enamored with humanity, excessively loving with humanity, and that is also completely, completely in Krishna Lila. You're curious about what's going to come up. You're not in any place, shape, or form suffering. You don't suffer came out of shame cycle, you know what that is, because you were in your temporal junction. But if you came out of love cycle into five D, you don't know suffering. We know emotions, the depths of our emotional realm, really deep. Believe me, I've I've uncovered. There were there were years where I was like, wow, I didn't know that a body could hold this much emotion. It was very humorous at the same time, very much uh, again like wow, wow because I really didn't, I didn't know that a body could hold, well, I'm a four foot nine person, excuse me, I didn't know that a small body <laughs> could hold that much emotion, but it wasn't, you know, this tsunami that you hear those who, and I shouldn't laugh, so the people who feel the tsunami, they actually have a very small uh, window of tolerance, so their body doesn't feel safe, which is why they don't handle the emotions with the Krishna lila. So exploring the depths of seriousness with fun. A 5D person with love cycle, when we have the depth of emotions, which is going to be kind of like a storm. I've told you about this, the storm in the water with the ship or the abyss of the abyss of the abyss of the abyss of the abyss. abyss. Okay. We're never overwhelmed. It's just something that you, you get surprised about. It's like, okay, that's interesting. And that's what I can share with you. So... Again, love is excessive because it never goes away. It always just keeps growing and it's a beautiful, beautiful emotion to share with others. So keep being loving and compassionate, being kind, tune in for the love messages and have a great day.